Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, Ronner. How are you? Ronner, Briar, Briar. Bryn, I'm going to start calling you Bryn. Did Bob ever have a nickname for you? Did you ever have a nickname? Oh, Oh, did I ever have a nickname? Like Ronnie? Yeah, Ronnie. Well, he did call me Ronnie on occasion. (laughs) That's so cute. I didn't love it, but it was cute coming out of him. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds yeah. really cute. Ronnie. No one Ronnie. else could call me Ronnie, but Bob could call me Ronnie. And my mother called me Ronnie sometimes. Really? Yeah. So the people that are the closest to you call you Ronnie. And when my sister oh, yeah, wants sure. to get really get on my nerves, she calls me she Ronnie. says it in sort of a condescending way. Yeah. Ronnie, why don't you know, pay. Ronnie, pay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because she knows I don't like Ronnie. It's sort of a private name. And so, well, it's for the inner yeah. circle. So to, I'm thinking yeah. that maybe. But I don't like to be called Ronnie in public. So she likes to occasionally in public say Ronnie. Or if they're checking the credit card at the checkout at Saks, you know, at the till or whatever, she'll right. say, you know, it's not, it's not Ronnie. It's Rhonda. It's Ronnie. Did people ever call you by mistake, obviously? Rhonda? Seems like that could have happened a lot. Never once. Oh. I thought your name was Rona. Rhonda. Rona. Rona. You, know who called me, you know who called me Rona by mistake the other day? And I'll take it. He can who? call me anything he wants. Andy Cohen. What? Andy Cohen was on Bitch Sesh the other week. Fabulous. And at the and I have to say, he gave the most he was he did a blurb for Casey's new book, which is coming out May 4th. Fabulous. Which Quattro looks fabulous. Yes, called The Wreckage of My Presence, I believe is what it's called. And it's available for pre-order now. People should pre-order Oh, I will. I, have already, I didn't even know that. I have already pre-ordered it. We'll add it to our book club. We'll put it in the link in the Great. bio. And he came on the show. He was a fabulous guest, of course. And at the end, he, he gave such an impassioned, he said to Casey, of course, I agreed to blurb your book, but you know, you know how it is. You have to do something and you think, oh, I'm going to have to read this. And he said such glowing, wonderful fact. I mean, you wanted to read the book that minute. And he was I so- I can't wait to read it. 
complimentary. And the cutest thing was that Danielle, not only Casey completely teared up, she was so flattered by this. And Danielle teared up as well. They're so sweet. They really are. And I thought, what a gorgeous friendship. If this was happening between me and Brian, Brian would absolutely, you know, have a knife in in Andy's back. I would would run through (laughs) the wall. I didn't. I didn't think that at all. I would break I know the bricks. Be, I know you'll be delighted for me when my book of personal essays comes out. Oh, but, are you kidding? I'll ravage it. Because you'll feature prominent. Well, I hope you blurb it and say this is the worst book I've ever read, <laughs> but I bought it. I bought it anyway. You know what? The worst review I could give it is there's not enough of me in it. That would be the worst yeah. review I could give it. Well, that would be the best. That would be the appropriate <laughs> review. But when he was done with that, he said uh, he was saying to them that he was sorry it took them a little. He took him a little time to come around to them because I think people were probably saying you've got to listen to bitch sesh, you've got to listen to bitch sesh, and obviously he's the king of the housewives empire, so he's you know right. Okay, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. You know. Yeah. Oh, you should read this blog. Oh, this one. You know, whatever. You should see all this called. impression. You should do this. You should do that. Right? Housewivesblurb.com. Housewives right. wrap up. You know, everybody has an idea of who's doing yes. a good job at this, and obviously these girls are doing the job. Oh, the job. But when he finally the listened, he was pros. completely converted. Yeah. And so he was saying, "I'm sorry, it took me a little time to come around to it." And he said, "And another thing." that I love that I discovered on your show, Rona. <laughs> As in Corona, Corona Glickman. And I, I thought they had Rona Barrett on, but it turned out that they were talking about me. That's, you, I have to go course. back and listen to yeah. that. Yeah. What did they say about you, Rona? They, he just said he, lo- he was delighted and converted and, you know, loved hearing me on Bitch Sesh. I so hopefully that. he's listening to our show. I don't know. We'd love to have him on. If anyone knows Andy, we'd love to have him on. Absolutely he, true. He, and he has a big documentary he just did which about reality TV, the history of reality TV. Yes, I've read something about yeah. that. That's exciting. He's, yeah. Listen, I think he did it with E. He, has, he is a vanguard in the culture. Mogul, mogul, mogul. Mogul, mogul, yeah. mogul. Absolute yeah. level. And I will uh, also say this, Ron, and you can call me crazy. I crazy. think that the, thank you. Those shows are obviously <laughs> garbage, but it really, I shouldn't say that. I'll take that out. Those shows are sort of, I think, frowned upon a lot, or at least used yeah. to be of like, oh, it's such yeah. lowbrow television. It really isn't. And I will go so far as to say, I think it even broke the mold in terms of what kind of roles started to get written for women, that they could be not good, or they could be kind of crappy, or they could be gross. That's a really interesting observation. I think that's probably true. And even the idea of an ensemble of women. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably true. And I also think it's an incredible window into a lot of the things. And look, some of it, are they putting it on? Are they not? But the best part is they can never, they can never keep the act up completely. Right. Because they're living their lives. So that those are the moments you're waiting for where the mask slips a bit. And that's yes. where, you know. But these are also women who are dealing with things in their lives, things in their marriages, their businesses, some of them going to jail, excuse me, whatever, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Right. And when do you ever get to see, even if it's not a completely honest portrayal, when do you ever get a window into someone's life to that extent? And I think there's something soothing to people to know that nothing is ever as it seems. 
sort of thing. Nothing is ever as yeah. it seems. Would you really trade places with somebody? And um, yeah, and even just like knowing, like, wow, this is. I mean, kudos to Andy really Cohen and drama, all those production yeah. companies because also it's like, yeah. where in the world would you ever find another Teresa or another? You know what I mean? Another Luann. Like it just. It, and believe so that singular. they'll grow into what they're going to be. The totally. Teresa, think about who Teresa was when they found it and think about who she is now. Yeah. And in some ways she's exactly the same person, but in yeah. other ways that she, machine always makes the same calculation. And they, they think, oh, she'll flip a table. Oh, she'll do death, a cookbook. I know. Thing, but not yeah. write a cookbook. Yep. A Fabellini. The, the way they extend their brands is incredible. And and no one owes them more credit than Bethany. I mean, truly. I mean, they she would have. A, I mean, they made her into what she is. Unbelievable. That's right. They did. So there we are. So listen to me. This weekend is our show. Speaking of drama oh. and controversy and things happening live and who knows what's going to happen. Our Oscar this live weekend. show. This weekend. The 18th. And we have to thank Rob Harper for that incredible post that he did for us that people oh were dying God. over. That I mean, he's something else. That he Rob is Hoppe. flash and class. Yeah, and just a little bit of trash thrown right. Just in a there. little bit of trash, but the good just kind. the right amount of Andre Champagne. He's bathed in just the right of Andre Champagne. My kind of guy. Uh, <laughs> and so the show is this weekend. It is Sunday the eighteenth. Askronalive.com. Yes. Yep. 5 p.m. on the West Coast, 8 p.m. on the East Coast. If you're missing it or you're asleep or you live in Australia, whatever it is, it'll right. be up, I believe, seven days afterwards. So you can still buy tickets after the fact. Yes. But of course, we encourage people to join us live. We've got Kate Arthur and Adam B. Very from Variety. We've got one-on-ones. Yes, you and me. that's right. You could be red carpet. That's 50 bucks. And then general, or I should say, entrance into the Dolby Theater, a.k.a. general admission, $15. And we yeah. are giving you a show, honey. This is a Games, show. prizes, this, that. Yes. Surprises. Yes. Fabulous. We're doing the Zoom room again. So we'll post that in the, however they did it last time, they posted it in the chat. Or right, in to the, where they uh, can like talk amongst themselves after the show. Yeah, and yeah. they can go to their breakout rooms and they can go basically meet at the bar at the Dolby after the show and talk right. to each other. That's right. If people dress up, because last time people looked so smart for the show. They're very smart. So if people want to dress up, we hope that they will post and they will tag us and then we will do a little repost carousel of everybody's Oscar fashions that night. And Fuck then- yeah. This is the most exciting thing, which we haven't even announced, but we're going to do it right what, now. Rana? After the Oscars, the actual Oscars. Oh, yes. Okay. Yep. The Monday morning after the actual Oscars. Mm-hmm. Watch out, Kojo. We are going. We are. Go- <laughs> is he still around? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Watch just- out, Joan and Melissa. I mean, I mean, true. Melissa. That was such a thing, right? Nineties, <laughs> early aughts was just ripping people apart. Oh, Joe. I think that's sort of faded now, but yeah, we won't be. Well, I know that they're doing it in person, so it's going to be a little different than the Golden Gloves. It's going to be a little. I've I've heard that the nominees. I know a few people right. have been nominated. Excuse me. What? I've heard the nominees and their dates. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is a party of some kind, and there is okay. an in person of some kind. Um, but we're going to be doing the Monday morning wrap up that will be Patreon only. So if you've been thinking about joining Patreon and you've been dragging your heels, 
This is the moment. We will post that. We will record it Monday morning. We will post it as soon as Dante and Emma can get their hot little fingers on it. Yep. And that will be up uh, for general consumption, and I can't wait. That's where, where we go over our little, what we thought, who wore it best, who won, right. who didn't win, et cetera, et cetera. Why Julia Roberts was wearing telephones as shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Or whatever happens, I don't know. Well, Kleenex boxes, you exactly. know. Exactly. High heels yeah. on your head, whatever it ends if up If you do post your fashions, remember, no hoodies. No hoodies. Jason Sudeikis is not invited yeah. to this Patreon. No. Yeah. No, he's not invited to, to post on our timeline. Thank you very much. I don't know, Ron, if I should um, wear more or less for that show. Than you wore the last time? Mm-hmm. Or just clothing in general. Just clothing in general. Yeah. I'm going to have to see because I, I don't like wearing I a suit. I wouldn't mind Rana. seeing you in a sort of black shirt, mm-hmm. unbuttoned in a sort of 70s style about okay. halfway. Okay, I can just do this. Just above the navel, I would say. Yeah. If you've got any chains, you can wear them. But if you don't, that's fine too. Okay. And a black jacket over that. Okay. And so I think that would be another sort of YSL look. And I think you could pull it off. All right. And I'm going to have to like trim it. my chest hair, but because then I think that's a different look, but I will do it. I'll do it. I'm I here would, to say I will do it. I would glue on my chest hair. That's what I would do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's me. Definitely. Listen, get a we of have Merkins. to get, we have to get to our guests, but I have two things to say. Yeah. One is Cynthia Dupree Sweeney is joining us on the free feed here. Crossing over April 27th. Get us your questions and comments by April 20th. Her book, That's Good right. Company, is out yep. now. You can buy it through the link in our bio if you care about supporting the show. Three or four pennies go to us, or That's you can right. get it wherever you want. Yeah. Uh, and of course, our fabulous Ask Rana Coffee, askronacoffee.com. Mm-hmm. I would rather be looking at it than looking for it, Brian. That's just the truth. You know what? I like that, Rana. That's, I like Three that. I, I think you're right. Dollars. $3. Who gives you $3 off anything? Nobody. Off something that's only $20 to begin with. Yeah, come on. So if you subscribe, what is it's this, $3 Toys R Us? off. Excuse, oh, oh, don't hurt. Don't kill me. I know, me. don't I have so you many, miss it. So many unspent Jeffrey dollars. Uh, so right. many unspent. They do. They, they've lingered there for <laughs> 35 years now. <laughs> I can't believe I never spent my Jeffrey dollars oh, mm-hmm. in any event. Yeah. Uh and of course, that's if you subscribe. Uh, always free shipping. Well, you know, order a bag, see how you like it, et cetera, et cetera. Sure, but sure. we are so excited to see everyone on Sunday at the live show. Ask and if I can Rana figure out live. how, mm-hmm. I might try to dip into those Zoom rooms. But we'll see, because I'll be doing my one-on-ones. So right. we'll, we'll see. Yeah, right. we'll see. And I want to know, everyone who's doing one-on-ones with me, it's going to be one-on-one evaluations. Oh, you're doing your reviews. Wh- yeah. Whether I think yeah. they are contributing they should, enough to the show. Yeah. And whether yeah. they should really be in the carriage house. That's right, exactly. I mean, so we've got for a lot me, of it will be We're going to do a purge lessons. soon. Yeah, that's we're going right. to do a purge soon. That's right, Rana. <laughs> and then I might ask people for money. I, I haven't decided yet, but I might. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you will. Yeah. Okay. All right, dear. Should we get to fabulous yes. London Hughes? This is going to be so fun. Let's do it. I can't wait. Attention Carriage House members, run a year to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. 
you can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Now, wait a minute. Rana. I might shed a tear with this next guest because not only, well, not only is she named after my favorite city. By the way, she's sure. got about a hundred, about a hundred other names too. We can get into that with her if we want to. I've never. I thought seen you were going to say, like by the this. way, she's about a hundred years old, and I was going to be I've like, only, that is well, not true. She might be a hundred. She doesn't look a day over seventy three. <laughs> <laughs> no, she. This, she looks about twenty two. Oh, she's a stunner. She's an yes. absolute stunner. I've never seen a name like this, except maybe on a Habsburg. That's how many names she has. Okay. She's oh, named sure. for every person that was ever born in her family before her. I'm certain of it. She's going to tell us about it. I can't it wait to hear about it. She it. also, Rana, is truly like one of Hysterical. the most refreshing and hilarious comedians out Hysterical. there. I see, anytime, well, this is when I lived in L.A. Well, I still live in L.A. Rana, this, yeah. is, the, this is the point. Every time I drove by the, by the Laugh Factory, I saw a humongous image of London and her, I think it was to promo her show, her Netflix special, To Catch a Dick, which is great. Yeah. Ron, are you familiar? That, yeah. Did, with catching one or with the show? I'm familiar well, with the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you ever? Yeah. I've never, yeah. I've never had to catch one before. They've oh, always okay. caught me, dear. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the abs- <laughs> truly in- incredibly fabulous London Hughes. Hello. Hi, guys. It's that was so good to see you. <laughs> That was the sweetest intro. Oh, you just so hearing cute. you, just hearing your voice is making me homesick for London. I can't oh, believe it, babes. Go back. I mean, get have you, have you been vaccinated? Well, I'm not. I, gonna, I'm not vaccinated just yet because okay. I'm too young. Right. Yeah. Right. I got the Russian Sputnik. <laughs> and so we're just trying to wait to make sure that everything's good with but, it. But we'll make see. sure. Yeah. yeah. Did you get one yet? <laughs> but the bit- yeah, I got mine. I got vaccinated. I'm going to be out in. On April fifteenth. What? <laughs> what? What did you get? Which one did you get? I got the the designer one, Johnson and Johnson, obviously, because I love yes. my brand, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, give me the designer one. <laughs> Congratulations, though. That's I yes. can't. I, yeah, that's fantastic. The expensive. I got the expensive one, and uh, yeah, I feel good. I feel great. One shot. I'm fine. All good. Did you get ill? <laughs> you, no, I didn't good. actually. Like, my yeah. arm hurt a little bit, but I wasn't... You know, people are saying that they, like, proper got COVID after they got the vaccination. Right. And I know that, that they're, like, weren't able to get out of bed and stuff. Yeah, no, yeah. I, so they don't, they're also... They don't get COVID. They get the rea- the body's reaction. The be- to the yes, the body's yeah. reaction to COVID. We have to, we we have to be, make sure that people understand that because these people, they say anything. I know. It's true. Have they you get been sick in- for 10 minutes. If someone said to you, you can either hide in your house for a year or get sick for six hours... Right. Which would you choose? Right. And then six. finally they get six for six hours and you can't believe the complaints coming out of this. I know. People. It's crazy. But I was good. I'm pro vaccine. Yeah. As so. am I. Yay! Everybody. Very much. Get vaccinated. <laughs> London, have you been in 
LA through the quarantine or were yeah. you okay you have through yes. the whole thing yes yes wow. and yes and I was think, that a plan no 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 yeah. no 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 the craziest thing is like what now now I can laugh about it because I'm yeah. driving but <laughs> last year when I got on the plane on February the 8th 2020 to fly to LA to film my Netflix special in March and then go back to England to film more TV shows and just go back and forth with fabulousness. Yeah. I didn't realize that course, when I yeah. flew to America, I would never be coming back and I'd have to live through a global pandemic, a race <laughs> war, um, right. wildfires, uh, yeah. insurrection. And, um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Unbelievable. Like, crazy, the most epic year of American history. And um yeah, I lived through it. You and sure then did. after all of that, I did my Netflix special. <laughs> so uh, things are good. I can't complain. Was everyone like was masked ha- up in the yes, room? Yeah, I think yeah. I'm the only comic yeah. in history to do their first ever Netflix comedy special to strangers in masks. Because that's what I did. To Catch a Dick. I didn't have a fan base in America when I filmed To Catch yeah. a Dick. So I did it to 100 masked comedy fans. And- Unbelievable agents and stuff but most people that watched that special had never heard of me so uh what yeah. an did you feel you had to work twice as hard because you couldn't see the reaction on their faces yeah. or did you feel as soon yeah. as you were in the audience you could feel the reaction well i got in the audience i mean i got on stage and in the audience there was on stage so yeah, yeah. it was on stage and in the audience there were people with uh everyone had a mask on but everyone had a little uh microphone on their tables so when they laughed, oh, so they could record the laugh. Yeah. So when they laughed, yeah. it projected onto the stage, and I could hear. Oh, the thank you. Oh, that's so, that so smart. Great. That is really clever. Yeah. So really I clever. Could really hear when people were laughing, like even if they were at the back, I could hear them like they were right there. So um, oh, that that's really wonderful. Helped. I just saw a lot of shoulders and a lot of eyes and a lot of shoulders jumping up and down. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. see them <laughs> smiling, but I could hear them, so it was good. Whoever produced that. Uh, that special really deserves a lot of credit. Maybe that's I what mean, people are doing now, but I mean, that is a great innovation. That's yes, terrific. it was great. It was a yeah. produced by Kevin Hart. Um, yes. and uh, Kristen, Christian Mercado was a director. Never and- heard of Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, is he a star or something? Yeah, <laughs> he might be. He might be. Yeah. He might be. So, yeah, how did great. you get How did you get connected with him? Because I know he's obviously now a huge fan of yours, and I'm sure the feeling's mutual. Yeah. How did that Did he just seen your stuff before? You know what? There was so much but so basically this show I feel like Americans think I just came out of nowhere and I'm like just trying comedy and it's like my first rodeo but um the show to catch a dick I wrote it in 2019 and performed it at this comedy festival in in Europe called the Edinburgh Comedy Festival oh sure right. um, and you know what Wait, get out of here no but people throw don't her, know that. People throw don't her know. off the show <laughs> people do not know like I say excuse it excuse me dear I have performed at the Edinburgh comedy okay there we go so you okay. know you know. And it's only the world's biggest comedy festival. There we go. So, yeah. But there my parents go. don't know what that is, Ronna. Right, you know what I mean? Exactly. Yes. My parents didn't know what it was. Let's be clear. And so my like, friends well, from high school don't know what it they is. They don't either. know. It's the That's biggest true. comedy well, festival. They should all go world. back to school. Go yeah, back to school. They should all go back <laughs> to, to the school. festival. It's the biggest comedy festival in the world. Yeah. It's, it goes on for a month. Comedians and theater every day. festival. Yeah. It's great, but it's very, yeah. to put, put this it, politely, it's very, very Caucasian. And um, yeah. I'm black. I don't yeah. know if people listening can tell. It's very, but. it's very single. Uh, it's not just Caucasian. It is straight white male. Privileged, rich yeah. as well. Yeah. Put in, to perform yeah. there, 
costs like 10 grand. It's so expensive, yeah, at least, yeah. To wow. perform there. So um, yeah. I wrote this show to catch And you have to have connections to get people to come to the show. Right. So that's a so whole other thing. Yeah. We've, I've performed at the festival um, uh, twice. And the first time I performed there, I had a 100-seater venue and seven people showed up. And uh, the yeah. show was called London. That's very Who- common. Yeah. The show was called London Who's Superstar. It's just nobody's realized it. And <laughs> nobody realized it. <laughs> right. It changed my life. So then I felt like I needed to... To be to to do it again, you know, and I need to prove myself yeah. that I had it. So I wrote to Catch a Dick two years later, did it at the festival, and it sold out. And at the end of the festival, out of all the shows, there's thousands of shows, and like seven or eight get nominated for best show. And to catch yeah. uh, with to catch a dick, I became the first Black British woman in history to be nominated for best show. Wow! Hell yeah. And uh, that's how it got so much buzz because Fleabag. Phoebe Waller-Bridge's Amazon show started off sure. as a um, uh, yes. show at the festival and Fleabag had just won like all the Emmys the year before. So America was kind of looking to the festival for like the next new Phoebe Waller-Bridge and this girl came out with To Catch Dick. So America was like, oh my God. So Netflix were buzzing around it and HBO and, and uh, word got to Kevin Hart's people. So they were like, you need to come to LA and do it for Kevin. So I flew to LA after the festival. What does that mean? Like in his house or something? They put on a whole show for me to do it for him and he couldn't make it. (laughs) (laughs) So busy. Get out of here. So yeah, it was just filled with like all of Kevin's people, all of his his associates and friends. And then we got like industry, like Issa Rae came, Sam Smith came. We made it a party. And uh, word got back to Kevin that it was amazing. And we filmed a bit of it for him to see. So he was like, I've got to meet her. And he was so busy that he literally had one weekend available where he was in Vegas for a boxing match. And he flew me out to Vegas to meet him. We spent the day together and he just basically was like, I want to produce your special. I want to back your career. I think you're so talented. And fabulous. Yeah, the rest is history. Oh, it's fantastic. The rest is history. That's a great I show. Total fa- now, have you seen Kevin during the pandemic? Have yeah. you have you been hanging out at his pool during the quarantine? I haven't been hanging out at his pool, but we did FaceTime <laughs> and talk, and I did his podcast as well. He in- he interviewed yeah. me for his insane co- podcast about talented comedians. And like <laughs> series one was like. Eddie Murphy, Arsenio, me. And I'm just like, are you sure? Are you Amazing. sure? Amazing. <laughs> it couldn't happen to a funnier and better person. So Thank that's you. Yeah, really, he's great. I love yeah. Kevin. Uh, yeah. All right, well, listen, London, this is all fabulous, but that's not what this show is. Yes, no, it's not. Okay. It's not about me. It's about everybody else's You problems. seem to be is, doing just fine. <laughs> yeah, London doesn't this have show problems right now. I have yeah. zero yeah. problems. I'm actually thriving. I actually feel sorry for anyone listening to this because... Uh, <laughs> And make their life feel even worse because enjoy life is so this great. incredible time in your life where everything is perfect and your hair looks incredible. That's and right. they're installing and they're installing solar panels on your roof. They really because are. that's the most LA thing I've ever heard. <laughs> she acclimated quickly. Uh, they have enough. They have enough sun to get solar panels to do the work for them over there. True. Yeah. Uh, but we have desperate people that have written it. People this are needing help, Rana. Okay. Yeah. So, and they need to figure out how to get it together. So sure. what we're going to do is we're going to read a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to give our best advice. We are not doctors. We're not professionals. Nope. We're not experts. Nope. We're just three fabulous people yes. who happen to have opinions and uh, write most of the time. Take it or leave it. Okay? <laughs> Correct. 
Rana, uh, would you like me question. to read the first one or would you like to read it? I'll read the first question. Great. That way you and London can really focus in and give right, you best, focus in. Your best advice. All eyes on you. Love you both. Eternal thanks to Bitch Sesh, oh, which we were just talking about before. That's a Real Housewives podcast, London. If you're a Real Housewives watcher, you've got you've oh, got you, to listen to this you'll podcast. Love that show. Really? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Thank it's called you. Bitch Sesh, hosted by Casey and uh, Danielle, oh, yes. for bringing Rana and Brian into my life. My husband and I have been married for two years together for five. I am currently eight months pregnant with our first child. For a little context. My husband has a weird sense of humor. Humor spelled with a U, by the way. He's one of London's. Yes! (laughs) Correct way to spell it, honey. Or Canadian (laughs) or something, yeah. Yeah, we've got a a Commonwealth nation person here. (laughs) And comes from a family of pokers, i.e. they pick at each other and show their love by making fun of one another and needling at uncomfortable topics. Mm -hmm. All right. I am an only child with two lesbian mothers. Oh, okay. Amazing. Yeah. We are, some might say, a little too sensitive and show our love with exclamations of encouragement and praise. These people have to be Canadian. This sounds very Canadian. Uh, yeah, they are Canadian. <laughs> That's, they're My not hus- British, I tell you that. <laughs> no, because they'd be pokers if they were British. Exactly. My hu- My husband laughs that my parents would tell me I was doing a great job, even if I was an active serial killer. <laughs> Which, if you hadn't been caught yet, I suppose you would be doing a great job. Sure, yeah. sure. Exactly. Well done. Yeah. I can appreciate that our families are very different and that my ways of showing affection are strange to him, much as his can be to me. So, earlier this year, my husband, while visiting my family with me, an eight hour drive from the city we currently live in, made a joke that my one mother looks like Donald Trump. Ah! Oh, my God. (laughs) She has bleach blonde hair and usually sports a bit of a sunned look. I didn't laugh, and my parents seemed offended and changed the subject. It was uncomfortable. I later told him that she was likely offended and asked him to refrain from making jokes about my family's appearances as it didn't go over well with us. I never spoke of it with my parents. Yesterday, I was taking a nap and awoke to a flurry of activity on our family group chat. Grandma, a few aunts, my parents. My husband had posted a photoshopped picture of Donald Trump with a feminine blonde hairdo in the chat and wrote, (laughs) remind you of anyone? Oh, my Ah! God. (laughs) Wow. Yes, I love him. I love him. I love now, him. Keep in mind the grandmother, the aunts, and the parents are all on this chat. Yes. Uh, my mother, not the blonde one, responded, hmm. And no one else said a thing. I am willing to admit it looks slightly like her. So the comment okay. wasn't likely lost on anyone on the group chat. chat. I was humiliated in all caps. Okay. I immediately told him that it was very rude and asked him to delete the comment in picture. He said he thought it was funny and didn't get what the big deal was. (laughs) I reminded him that I had asked him to refrain from making these comments moving forward as they were hurtful. He just awkwardly laughed and he explained that in his family, it would be, quote, no big deal. Am I overreacting? Yes! (laughs) 
<laughs> is this completely insane behavior? Also, also spelled with a U. Please, insane. Any behavior. insight would be helpful. Would be helpful. Feel free to call me by my name. Love, love, Casey in Thunder Bay, Ontario, Canada. I knew it was. First of all, I knew it was Ontario, Canada, because I have family from Ontario, and I knew full well. I was like, if she's from Canada, I bet it's Ontario. This is an Ontario problem. London, I want you to hit it. Tell us exactly what you think. From Ontario, honey, babes, child, listen, we've got one life to live, okay? And blood pressure (laughs) is a real thing. Do not get it high for no reason. Have a reason Mm -hmm. to get your blood pressure that high. And let me be clear. I am someone who wrote a joke about my mum and grandma both being hoes and put it in her Netflix special. And that (laughs) Netflix special aired in 195 countries. And my mother and grandma both laughed at the joke. Let's be clear. Okay? Right, because it was funny. Because it was funny and true. So right. here's the thing. <laughs> my family, <laughs> my family are pokers and we show love by by yeah, by teasing each other. But she needs to understand that she's so overreacting with this situation. It's her husband. Her husband's part of the family too. So that means he's poking fun at, at his mother. His mother-in-law is essentially his mother. So he's showing love by saying she looks like Donald Trump. And if she did. <laughs> If she didn't, it'd be like, that's a shit joke. But if she actually, you're saying she did, then we should all just laugh about it, honey. Life is too short. There's a global pandemic. People are dying and you're getting mad at your husband who you love and have married for better, for worse in sickness and health over a Donald Trump joke, which actually was quite funny, I think. So (laughs) I just think, honey, baby girl, sweetness, you need to let it go. Honestly. The reason I said, London, that you, the difference is your joke was funny is this might not have been funny. It might have just been, we don't know. I mean, but like, here's the thing. I think it's, if something's really funny, it's not offensive. It's usually. WhatsApp banter. It's not like he posted it on like Twitter or Facebook and was like, right. look, guys, this is my ugly mother in law and this is Donald Trump and la, la, la. They look alike. Like, no, he, it's in he the went straight chat. to the source. He went straight to but everybody else. I don't There's think- another issue here, though, London. Yes, babes. Know your audience. But the thing is, the audience is his family. This is his... No, this his, the audience is her family. But that's his family. They're this. married. It's not like she is yes. the boyfriend. But what he knows is that these people can't take a joke. He they knows that. Learn. They need to learn. I'm sorry. They need to learn. I never used to be able to you take are, a joke. I and love I'm it. a comedian. You, yeah. I, my family used to tease me all the time. And I couldn't take a joke until I was 13. I've, like, I had 13 years of crying over stupid yeah. And then one day I realized, just take the joke and then like hit him with a zinger back. And actually, now I'm a comedian. If my family didn't tease me for 13 years, I wouldn't be a successful comedian right now. For I me, like I imagine, there are some people I would say that to in my family who would think it was funny. And there are others who would absolutely not and would be really offended. So I don't think I would say that to the part. Like, it I'm depends thinking, how close... Yeah. This yes. guy is to the family because if he's new, like if he's new right. and he's they're not eight that years. Oh. Yeah, mate, nah, eight years. Eight years is Stop a long it. time. That's a That's long true. time. That's no, a wait, long sorry. Time. Together for five. They've been, They've been married, married for two. For... Together for five. So he's known this family for five years. No. Yeah. And out of the five, they've been married for two. Two. Yeah. I think it's about five years. I think it, clearly, this was his first joke. He was testing the waters. He drowned. 
Well, it wasn't his first joke. He, he told us you looked like Donald Trump. This was in real this life. Was the, this was the rule of threes. In the rule of threes, this was number two. Right. So we told and, her in real life she looked like Donald Trump. Then and he then he took it to else. the WhatsApp. Yes. Then yeah. he brought it to the WhatsApp a few months later. Do you I'm think thinking. that it do you think that it would be worse? <laughs> Which do you think is the most offensive part? That it's Donald Trump? Like in other words, if she had said you look like Nick Nolte, do you think that would have been just ah! as, as hurtful? You know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? I think it's double layered. It's the fact that it's Donald Trump. And if their lesbian partner we can yeah, probably gather. Just, yeah. yeah, they are not MAGA hat wearers. So right, I just right. feel like, yeah, okay, there's, maybe a, it's there's, another, I, there's another problem here. What's the problem? Which I think is needs to be resolved on on the actually on the mother's side, not on the son's side. Okay. Which is that this is a family of three women. These are two yeah. lesbians and their daughter. And he is the first man to enter into yes. that dynamic. True. Yes. And they don't like that. Yes. And they don't like his male. And by the way, yes. he's a very, he sounds like a lot of, look, he sounds fun to me. I was going to say, these are also right. the kind of jokes people in Boston make. They do that but too. But he just has, like, well, we're New England in London. Uh, London. Sure. That's what we are. There's so a we lot tease of each other incessantly. Right. And people always find a way to say something creative about your weak spot and you have to find a way to, you either can be hurt for your whole life or you can right. punch, punch back and have a laugh. Right. And that that's what life is about. Right. But this guy is a little bit fratty, shall we say. Uh, that's okay. how, that's Maybe. how he yeah. feels to them. Right. They feel that he is bringing in this, they feel attacked by him. They, that by his very Ooh. presence. I don't know about and by the, his very presence, Rana. I think that I agree that maybe this, like, I don't think they he's hate an, men. No, but he's an interloper. I feel and like. And they haven't had I to deal now. with men like yeah. this for a okay, long I time. I don't, I don't think, look, they probably like him very much, but there's no question that he has shifted the dynamic. A different energy. But I will say yes. this, just back to wrap it up, back to support London's initial thought. I agree, actually, London, that there really isn't much why give something so much time so or much room energy. to be offended by something? Like, and to really take it that seriously, that like seriously. Who, it's annoying. You know, I get it if they were offended and I get it if they thought it was rude. And also I think the biggest transgression is that the wife said, don't do that anymore. And he did it anyway. Yeah, but, yes. Yeah. That's the yes. biggest issue. But, but I do two- agree with London. Like at the end of the day, like move on. Move on, babe. Yeah. But you can thing. only say move on to the wife. Because we yes. can't yes. control, yes. we can't That's control right. how the so two things you just said are very important. We can't control how the mothers feel about it. Okay. Yeah. But what we can stop doing, and this is a good time to stop doing it because they're about to have a baby in about two months. Yeah. The whole familial dynamic is going to shift. This is your husband. That is your child. That is your nuclear family now. You're still acting like the daughter of these people instead of the wife of this guy. Yes. Also, that and so I know, right? That point, but you have chosen. You have that baby's going to get roasted from age like one month. You know what? The baby will probably be funny. That's true. No, it won't. The baby will be like. So confused because dad will be like, hey, you, you don't know how to throw a ball, you little shit. And mom will be right. like, that was so amazing. Your yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. Be so that's so true. Weird, yeah. weird mental health that's therapy. True. It's going to need all of that. 
Because it's going to have. But that's why. That's why the mother of the baby needs to lighten up a little. Yes, she does. Yes, Yes, she does. And also, it's interesting because she wrote to us, which means she listens to our show. She married this guy, which means she likes people that are funny. Yes, she definitely does. Yeah, to laugh. Yeah, she may not make jokes, but she enjoys jokes. No, but she is over identifying with these super sensitive mothers instead of living the life that she chose to live. You married this guy. You know who this guy is. Exactly, and also her mother's out of respect. Like obviously, your mom, you gotta have respect for your mom, but also that she needs to understand that her mothers have been. I don't know how long they've been together, but they haven't had male energy in their life. Anyway, yeah. so they might be a little, like you said, they might be a little bit oversensitive from any remark from a man. Now, if a woman, if she was a lesbian and her lesbian female partner had said that to her mum and was like, oh, Every, everyone would have laughed. Right. Would they yeah. have? You know, I feel like I feel like they would have. I feel like if if Casey. Had well, they're just very serious people. But that's not who you are. Of a man. And I don't yeah. want to say attacking because it wasn't an attack, no. but a man commenting on a woman's looks. Yes. I, I especially in comparison to someone like that, I could I yeah. certainly see how she yes. was offended. I get it how she was offended. I also get oh. that he wasn't trying to be shitty. And no, but he needs another talking to. Well, you have to does. say to sure. him, to, to yeah. you have to you have to come to the center a little, but you also have to say to him, instead of just scolding him on behalf of these other people, right. you have to say, look. Obviously, I think you're funny. I laugh yeah. at everything you say. I married you. Why did I marry you? And by the way, in private, she she did laugh at this image. She yeah. fully did. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of yeah. course, she did. The woman looks just like Donald Trump. It's funny, yeah. but you have to understand that this is not how these are not the people to make these jokes with. It's not how it's received, <laughs> and the only thing it does is make more problems for me. Truly. Yes. And so I'm asking you, try and think about this. You are a man commenting on their appearance. It's not a good look. Yeah. It's not a good look for a man to be commenting on any woman's appearance. But you know what will be so fun is if you're if you're driving home after you see them and your husband just starts with just with you in the car going on 100%. and on with jokes. You will die laughing. After yeah. you just come from their home and then he just razzes them big time just with you. And that's give totally yourself cool. so, and laughing at those jokes very, is not a betrayal. But it's also, not a betrayal I'm, to laugh at his jokes. I'm sorry, it's very unhealthy for a lesbian female married couple with a daughter to not be able to laugh. I'm sorry. You have to be able to laugh at yourself, yeah. at your life, at your situation. It, it actually shocks me that these two are are finding it so like laughter and teasing and poking is because I'm just like, I'm sorry, look at all you've had to come through just to get to where you are, just to be who you are. You've got to be able to laugh at that. You've got and to also, yeah, but these, they live eight hours from Thunder Bay, Ontario. I mean, they're living like, practically in an igloo together. In the woods. These, these right. are not, yeah. These are not people to, that want, yeah. They're not, they're not funny. There yeah, are people need, in this world learn, that are not funny. You need to learn to, to take, especially when you've been through hard shit. Like black people are the funniest people in the world. Why? Because yeah. we've been through shit and right. we can yeah. come out the other end and laugh at it because that's what makes us stronger. And I feel like anyone who's been marginalized needs to have that strength to have a good sense of humor. Totally. Otherwise, they're just, their life is just, I feel sorry for them. Because I have I to say when someone says, and it's happened before yeah. where someone will 
send me a picture of someone who vaguely looks like me, but it is like the most insulting picture. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. I've always thought it was hilarious. Yeah. I love that sort of thing. I get that it's not for everybody. Yeah, but you've but... got to be able to laugh at life, honey. I know. Honestly. You, you really do. Honestly, it's way too short. We've got one chance Which is incredible advice, but the truth is that she can't change them, but no, she, she can needs change to talk to her. her. Husband. Yeah. yeah. But she can also change her. Yeah. And she has she has shown that she is attracted to this kind of humor. And yeah. you're about to bring a baby into this world. Don't you want to bring a baby into a house that has laughter and jokes and is exactly. a fun place to be? Exactly. I mean, that's what we're doing here. Yeah. Right. So, that it's less about his her uh being offended by her husband. And it's more like just don't do it with them. And yeah. then get in the car and roast them if you want. Yeah. He needs but, to find a way to respect her wishes to not comment to her parents like yes. that. But yeah. that, but she also needs to find a way to accept that she is not her mother's daughter anymore. Yeah. She is starting her own family. And if she wants to have a laugh and if she wants to make fun of them in the car on the way home, that is the great joy of even having a partner in this life. That is the yeah. whole point for there to be another person in the car. So you can say, those people, are, we had a great time. Those people are crazy. Yeah. And did you see when she was wearing the red baseball cap <laughs> and the red shirt and she didn't even know she looked exactly like Donald Trump? Yeah. Yeah. But also the fact that he's in the WhatsApp group chat with that family, get out of the group he, chat. He needs to get <laughs> out of that chat. Honestly. Yeah. He has to leave that's, the chat. No that's an easy yeah. solution. It's yeah. a dangerous chat. place for him yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah, I completely yeah. agree. Tell him to leave the chat, honey. That's you right. should not be, you don't belong Yeah, that leave. Chat. So-and-so has left the chat. Yeah. No question. Yeah. Leave the yeah. Chat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we dear go to Brian, our next what's one? our next question? Yes. Okay. Dear Rana, Brian, an amazing and unbelievable guest. <laughs> they got that right. A few years ago, my barber shut down for a month to make renovations. Needing a haircut badly, I started going to the only other place nearby. The barber who would cut my hair was a very stern and unhappy woman with a thick German accent. Okay. She almost never made small talk, which was fine with me. But one day she forced herself to ask me about my wife and what she did for a living. I'm a married gay man. And as many LGBTQ people know, you don't just come out once, but need to decide every day with each new person you meet if you'll do it again. She, very true. She gave off the impression that she wouldn't be happy to hear that answer. So I said I had a wife who was a teacher thinking right. it was a generic enough to end the conversation there. It was kind of fun to be this new character, so I would change little things about my backstory. <gasps> my job, my family, etc., just for shits and giggles. Flash forward to two years later. <laughs> my original barber... <laughs> These are good questions today. My original barber never reopened, so I've been having to keep seeing this woman. I somehow Wait. always get her when I walk in, and she somehow always to remember... Every fake fact I told her. Ugh. With every new question she asks, I've had to build on the lie a little more and more to the point where I have this elaborate oh <laughs> backstory that just isn't fun anymore. I'm afraid that I'm in too deep to come clean. I wish they uh, would tell us the backstory. Think? I'm afraid that I'm in too deep to come clean, but keeping this lie going has been exhausting. I need to remind myself of every detail before I go in so I don't slip up and look <laughs> like the weirdo. As you can expect, <laughs> my husband isn't thrilled with me recasting him, but he <laughs> understands as, we both, as no! we both grew up in conservative families. Do I come clean that I'm not who I've been pretending to be? Do I embrace this new alternative version of myself? Help. Sincerely, Dan. First of all, oh. Dan is a Gemini. He is giving me... <laughs> 
Oh. He is sure. dead ringer. Yes. Gemini energy. I should know. I am one too. He is a whole Gemini or Gemini rising or his moons. In Gem- There's Gemini involved in his yep. charts. Um, this is pretty fun. What? This is a fun bit to have. But it sounds exhausting. What? Okay. And he's wow. still going back there. Why hasn't he gone anywhere else? Right. That was my first thing. My guess is that maybe they live in a really small town because he said the only other person that I could, the only other place I could go to was this other place. So I don't know if, do you know what I mean? The other hysterical uh, thing is that it's one of these babashops, like a Rudy's or, because he says he doesn't make an appointment with her. He just walks in. He just goes in and they assign her to him every time. Yeah. Meanwhile, who, who ever heard of a female German barber? I had a Ukrainian barber. I wanted to have a sitcom. A female? A female, Lucy. Huh. Yeah. First of all, I feel like this is not Dan's fault. This is society's fault. Society has made Dan believe that he can't be his true self, even at his barber's, even at a man's haven, which is the local barber shop. So I blame society for putting those thoughts into Dan's head. And making him think he can't be his true self. Rana, you want to know what I love about London? (laughs) Is in the first question, she was like, buck up, dude. Quit being being so sensitive. And now she's like, listen, society has done us wrong. This is, you are right in this world. They are wrong. When there's an actual, when you have actual agency over the problem that you have created in your own life, London (laughs) wants to blame the external force. When there's a problem within your family that you can't control the players of, London wants to blame you. Yes! I will say this. London does have a point in that, like, of course it still happens even with me that I'll meet someone new in in a situation like that. And you are just like, like, I, even still, I've had people ask me if I have a girlfriend, and I'm like, do I really have to do like, this with do, you right yeah, now? Yeah, can you be bothered? Right. And so yeah. there have yeah. been times, like, in an Uber where I will just sort of be, because I'm trapped in a car with them, and they'll be like, you got a girl? Or something like that. And I'm like, um, no. And they're like, oh, don't you want one? And I'm like, yeah. Just because this it's is. like, I have five more minutes in this car, <laughs> and I never me. have to see you again. I haven't, yeah. no, it's nowhere near the same level of homophobia but when it comes to being British in America, sometimes I'm just like, I'm a valley girl because I can't. Because otherwise I they'll can't. just pepper you with questions. I just can't. Like, yeah, honestly, they'll be like, oh my God, you're British. Oh, I'm from this one place in London that I know this one person from this one place right. in London that you might know. He's called That's Jim. That's fucking exhausting. Do you know Jim? And it's exhausting. Yeah. So you just go, I'm from Studio City. And it's just fine. Yeah. Like I do it all the time. <laughs> right. So It's a pretty good accent, I have to say. Thank you so much. Yeah. But I genuinely, yeah. I don't blame Dan. But also on the flip side, Dan could have nipped this in the bud two years. Like two years is a long yeah. time. To pretend to be someone else. Never mind. He's making up stories. Right. He's telling her she she's not just saying, "How's your wife?" Yeah. He's saying, "Oh, she's okay, but she hates her job." Right. Next time, yeah. How's your wife? She's in remission What's again. Thank with her God. Job? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, she got <laughs> a new job. She down. works at a paper company. I mean, Dan has been living this fantasy and misleading this woman yeah. for two We're years. We're still trying well, for kids. To be fair, the reason why I I don't blame him. Now I'm backtracking, but because he doesn't realize every time he's going to get her. If I didn't think I would ever see her again, I would chat yeah, shit. You know totally. what I mean? Totally. Who like, cares? But we're two years into this. Yeah, I know. And now he... Ooh. And he adds a well, new I'll detail every time. He has to say he's leaving his wife for a man. That's what he has yeah! to say. Yeah! 
He just has to like reset. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's needs, ex- that is interesting. Yes. He has Girl, to say that he realized he's gay and that he is leaving his wife. Oh, my God. And he can do, do a really sweet coming out story that actually could help shape her view on gay people <laughs> moving right. forward. That's true. She gives off homophobic energy so he can cater this coming out story so well that the next person that she comes across who's gay, he's made the world a better place for them. Boom. Yep. Mic drop. I think, or, I think that's actually brilliant. Yeah. Or the next time he comes in, she's always on a lunch break because she is homophobic. Oh, she doesn't God. want to do his hair anymore. It's a which is also fine. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? I, it's not, it's fine, not fine that she's but homophobic, but Dan's problem is solved for him. It is solved regardless. Either that's way. right. Yes. That's right. Dan, I think, get like, sit down with your, is it his boyfriend or his husband? Sit down husband. with your I think he said partner. I'm not sure your which. Your partner and come up with the best Fabulous coming husband. out story. Ever, oh, husband. Ever. Okay, great. You and your husband give just give me just give me the best coming out story ever. Just fabricate everything, make up everything, just make it fabulous and just totally. big and loud. And oh, proud. I would make sure that that's based mostly in fact because otherwise, oh, you because otherwise track he gets on the wrong story now. But you know yeah. what he oh, could yeah. do? You know what yeah. you could do is you could say this could be fun. You could say this, and then you could tell the truth. You could say, because if you really want to come off like a victim in all of this, you could say, I got home two weeks ago after work, (laughs) and my wife had poured me a cup of coffee, and it tasted really sweet out of nowhere. And I thought, okay, and I drank it. I ended up with antifreeze poisoning, and I had to be in the hospital. She tried to kill me. Ooh. And so now she left. Yeah. She's she's layers. in prison. Layers. And exactly. now you're gay. You got, she's no, you in got prison. To do it by, guys, you've got to do it by layers. So he comes in on, on Tuesday. He's like, how are you? And he goes, oh, I think my wife. I don't know. My wife's been acting strange lately. I don't know. Just pepper it. Pepper it. Pepper it. Then come in a month later. So what happened? Yeah, no, she hasn't been coming home. She's been missing for a pepper it. Then yep. I've been talking to my next door neighbor, Jeffrey. Me and him been getting on well. He's been... He's been helping me through this. Pepper it. Pepper yeah. it. Me and Jeffrey kissed. I exactly. Do you know what I mean? Boom, yep. boom. Next thing you know, they're in, he's engaged to Engaged Jeffrey. in the marriage. And then they're you're clear. Married. Done. So he, <laughs> he needs to plan this out. I think that the hairdresser is going to be very upset that he left uh, his wife for a man. I think she's going to kill him. She tried she's going to take him. it personally. She's going to take it personally. No, but not like, if she tried to kill him. We need to. This yeah, but the net only the option is a man. It. After your wife tries to kill you, the only thing you can do is. Well, hey, so fine. She left he him. He doesn't love women anymore because they've all burned him. That's he can't right, look at a woman right. in the same way without fucking up antifreeze. Yeah. So he's gone to men. Totally understandable. Fine. Give it like an eight arc, now eight point narrative yep. arc. And beginning, Time, middle, yeah. and end. Honestly, I would watch the, the shit yeah. out of that web series Same. of someone yeah. <laughs> getting Same. out of that. Same. But I have Let's to shift the narrative. I think <laughs> you could and fuck her whatever she thinks, and I'm sure you think this now anyway. Say you're gay now. No, just you, gay. I just came up with a name for the web series, Gays of Our Lives. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And then, and then every week, every, every week. week. And we have to also flash into the dream sequence he's actually set. You know what I mean? There like we, we have go. to like see it. There yeah. we go. We've done this. But we you could this. also use the pandemic and just say, you know, I've doing been doing a lot of soul searching during the pandemic. And I really realized that 
I'm attracted yeah. to men. I'm not attracted yeah. to women. Anymore. Yeah. And I'm, uh, so yeah, my wife and I are no longer together and actually got married last week to a great guy who- Yeah, bottom line, uh, you know. he needs to introduce <laughs> his life into this scenario. So that- Are Germans any- about it. And by the way, are Germans any more homophobic than Americans? Like, I, mean, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't really so. hear that much about that. I feel like Americans are the most homophobic. I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I feel like Germany, I don't know. I mean, isn't Berlin, a, I, again, I'm talking as someone who hasn't yeah. been, but it seems like Berlin yeah. is a place Berlin's where everything- Berlin sex parties are, woo! Yeah, exactly. So I feel like she would be less, I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think we're definitely speculating on who has the most homophobic culture. (laughs) Who has the most homophobia? We'll have to do the homophobic Olympics another time and figure out. Fair enough. Any other advice for this guy? I think that's the answer. Yeah. He needs to, yeah, and also he needs to Or change to just, hairdressers. Go yeah, somewhere go, else. Go, no, no, no. Don't change hairdressers. You've invested two years of your life into That's this true. story. Let's give it a good end. It better be a good haircut. It yeah. better be a good haircut. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we have one more question. Okay. Dear Ron O'Brien, an esteemed guest. That's you, there London. There we go. Let me start off by thanking you both for all the laughs and great advice in these crazy times. Your podcast gives me life while driving to and from my job as a critical care nurse in Los Angeles. Wow. Okay. And thank you for your service, dear. Thank you for working so hard during this, this horrible, horrible time, if it weren't for people like you. Okay. Now to my dilemma. My husband and I adopted our rescue dog, Rigby a week before the world went into quarantine last year. He has been a wonderful addition to our household, but did come with some pretty deep-seated dog reactivity due to his extended stay in the shelter. Mm. Needless to say, it's been difficult during these times to get him to the, get him the proper training to support him and reduce his anxieties. However, we've done the best we can on our own with virtual dog training, with COVID safe exposure to other dogs. Our attempts, unfortunately, have been frustrating with Rigby usually freaking out and us having to avoid dogs altogether for him to feel safe. I can only assume Rigby is named after Kathy Rigby. Don't you think, Brian? Oh, definitely. The, the she Peter played Peter Pan. Pan, London. She was oh, the famous. Oh, I know who she is. Yeah. yeah. She was the famous Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to a month ago when a new tenant moved in next door. One morning, as we were cautiously taking Rigby out for his morning walk, we turned the corner and to our surprise, he came nose to nose with our new neighbor dog, Ginger. We braced ourselves for a scene, but to our absolute astonishment, they were completely calm and excited and excited. They were completely calm and excitedly greeted each other right off the bat. So sweet. They have been fast friends ever since. As we want to be as supportive as possible, we went out of our way to arrange COVID-safe walks with our neighbor. Let's call him Rob and Ginger, as well as playtime in the park nearby, so they could interact with each other. Both dogs seem to have wonderfully have to have really blossomed from this relationship, and we couldn't be happier about Rigby's newfound confidence with this other dog. Here's the rub. Yeah, I'm like, where's this dilemma? Yeah, he hates Rob. <laughs> we. Cannot stand Rob. Right. Oh. So far, we've only experienced him to be rude and obnoxious in our forced conversation. He's an ardent and vocal Fox News watcher, if you know what I mean. Oh, God. And and if that doesn't sell it for you, he also chain smokes like nobody's business. 
I'm talking one after another, pack in hand, 1990s at student level chain smoking. Wow. Up until this point, we've been able to use the global pandemic to our advantage and keep our distance literally and figuratively from him. However, Rob just excitedly told us yesterday that he would be getting his first vaccination next week. This is, by the way, this is happening now where the the people are getting vaccinated and they're like, oh, fuck, does that mean I have to see so-and-so again? Does this mean I have to see, does this even mean I have to see people I like again? Right, exactly. Exactly. There is that, Mm -hmm. I mean, get the fucking vaccine, but there there is anxiety around it, yeah. Uh, Only for Uh, you guys, you weirdos. I love it. (laughs) I want to see everybody. Good. (laughs) And that once he's immunized, we should start making more involved plans for our dogs to interact, such as longer excursions or coming over to one another's apartments just to hang out. This sounds like torture to me, but I don't know how to keep our distance without depriving our dog of his only friend thus far. Let alone the fact that Rob is still our neighbor, making it extra hard to avoid him and his social requests forever. Any advice you could can give would be much appreciated. Thank you for everything you two do. Sincerely, Kay. Ha! Okay. Okay, Kay. Okay. You're yeah. not gonna like my answer, Kay. I okay. They, I love I love how definitive London is, and I love how all over the map she is. I can't wait. Yep. It's the brilliance wait. of her, yeah. Yep, so brilliant. Kay, I'm so sorry, but you're going to have to hang out with this dude. That dude's going to have to become your best friend because you chose to get a dog. You chose. If we place the word dog with child and you had like a, a severely disabled child who had one friend that really communicated with them, but you didn't like their parents, it don't matter. Your child's happiness comes first. So when it comes to the dog, I'm sorry, the dog's happiness comes first. No one told you to get a dog, okay? Nobody told you. No one told you to do that. You decided to do that. And what comes with dogs? Repercussions. Oh. And this is a repercussion <laughs> for getting the dog. Okay. 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 I gotta now, say, I am I'm with London as far as I I'm such a softy in that way that like I could never deprive my dog nope. of an interaction that was healthy nope. for him. Exactly. And what I if don't, this was Sherman, Brian? What would you do if this was Sherman's? But really, oh. a chain-smoking Fox News person is I would only not. Friend. I don't know how you draw. My question is, I don't know how you can safely draw the boundary of like, we still want to go to the park with your dog. I think what you maybe could do is just say like, look, we just sort of feel like it's a weird conflict of no. interest thing to like hang out with our neighbor all the time. We would love a once a week or twice a week steady dog time thing. <laughs> but I don't know if that's awkward. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? I think you need to fake it till you make it, honey. And you, you need th- to make sure your dog is happy. And yeah. you need to hang out with, you need to start watching Tucker Carlson. Tucker, what's what his name? <laughs> That's Tucker it. Carlson. That's it. <laughs> you need to go start watching Tucker. Sure. You need to, you need to get converted yeah. to the dark side. So you have something to bring to the making, conversation. That's right. Like, you know what I mean? It would be impolite to not watch Tucker Carlson. There we go. Watch Tucker Carlson. Okay, honey, start doing that. Do your research, do your homework, because you love your dog and you'll do anything for that dog. And that is your responsibility. So if that was me, I would be reading up my racism, reading up. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, okay, who do we hate now? Okay, I'm just going to do it. 
brushing up on my hate speech, <laughs> my insurrection lingo, brushing up yeah. on it. I'm going to be there. Sure, get your Q, get your... Just say you think Q had a lot of interesting ideas. There we go. Could you say to him something like, look, we love that our dogs hang out and are close. It's just, we cannot talk politics with you. We feel the exact opposite way and it sort of upsets us when that happens. So can we just leave that off the table? And also, I have early signs of emphysema. Right. Yeah, yeah, if you can better. say asthma's you have better. asthma, I have COPD. So right. Yeah. Right. Or asthma, asthma yeah. And, and I have asthma, so don't really like smoking around me. And I also, let's not talk about politics. Yeah. Because I don't talk with my friends about politics. And that's true of a lot of people. They just don't. You know, right. the people that you love that have different views in your family. So you, that's you, easy. You, you might not his hate his company. If I mean, honestly, yeah. if you do put those boundaries in, you might not hate his company. And I, I yeah. do think... Look, I'm not advocating that everybody has to like everybody, et cetera, et cetera. But I do think part of the narrowing of our society in the last year or two and the polarization of our society, and it must be really interesting actually for London to come from the yes. outside on more than yes. just a little trip to LA and see what it's like to live in in America or in Los Angeles, because living in LA and visiting LA are two very, very yes. different things. Yes. And so- I think something that is getting lost that worries me is that whole, and it's happening on both sides, whole people are being jettisoned from people's lives because mm-hmm. the polarity of politics is, I don't want to hear what you have to say. You don't want to hear. And, and I don't want to hear what this guy has to say. No, me yeah. neither. It doesn't mean that we can't find something. Look, maybe he's a Dodger fan and your husband's a Dodger fan, or maybe, yeah. you know, whatever this is. The other thing is there's an opportunity here. Right. This is the beginning of this. This isn't someone who is in your family. This is someone who the dog gets along with. And also this guy clearly is a little bit lonely. He's in his apartment building. What does he want to hang out with you for? I mean, he's a little lonely. But you get to set the boundary. So you get to say, and my God, you're a nurse in a critical care unit. It, you yeah. get to say, totally. we, we want to do, we'd love to do a coffee dog date on Saturday from 10 to 11. Mm-hmm. Or we'd love to do a beer and a, in the backyard and a dog date Saturday afternoon or, or go to the right. pub, You can't go back with limits and say yes. like, we're free you from this say, time we to don't this socialize. time on this day. I can't, I, during the week, I'm so exhausted from work and this and that. We can't even really think about making time for this, but we can Mm -hmm. do it this way. And then that becomes the thing that everybody looks forward to. Mm -hmm. And you can also use this opportunity to infiltrate his mind when you hang out. Like this happened to me. I had a, I was learning to drive in LA last year and my driving instructor was the best driving instructor in the world. He was great. I loved him. He taught me to drive properly in this crazy country, but he had some really really yeah. questionable views on Black Lives Matter. And because I was oh, British, God. he didn't think I was African-American. So he was saying stuff about Black people thinking it doesn't apply to me, even though I'm Black. And I used those two-hour, three-hour sessions to educate him. It's not my place, but I had time and I'm learning to drive. So I was educating him on the Black experience. How did someone. it go? It went well coming from me because he hears my British accent and he, he, he was actually It confuses him it or confused something. confused him. So he actually listened to, to me more than I would say maybe if an African-American person was saying it to him, which is ridiculous. I would never hang out with him. I right. wouldn't be friends with him in real life, but I needed to learn how to drive. And he was the only guy I could get. 
So we, I use that. As this a my often happens. Yeah. And this often happens to me with an Uber driver. Right. Where, or, a, or a taxi cab driver in London. When I'm in London, a black cab driver. Where you end up in the car with someone for an hour. And sometimes you want to talk. Sometimes you don't want to talk. But I'm a person that usually likes to talk to the person. I don't start the conversation, but if they start it with me or I see they're from a certain place, I might ask them questions about what's going on there, blah, blah, blah. And you have, honestly, there have been moments in my life where I've had conversations with people where you could just keep quiet. You could say nothing. Where you end up, the conversation is cordial, cordial, cordial. Then they'll say something. Sometimes it's a little anti-Semitic. Sometimes it's a little, uh, and you know, misogynist or something, right wing or misogynist or something. And going back to our first question, you take a little humor and you disarm them. And instead of saying, how could you say that? You say, let me just get this straight. So a woman can do this and she can do that, but she can't, I just want to make sure I have the rules. Right. Right. And then they sort of. Right. Yeah, and if you're funny, like London is obviously hysterically funny, you can get that is your tool to disarm yeah. people. You can get away with that. Yeah. Where it becomes almost a game that you're having in this conversation with them and it and it can shift people's perspective. Yeah. That think, probably isn't what she's capable of. Maybe. I, if she no, is, maybe. give it a whirl. I think give it a whirl and listen, you got the dog. This is what you got to do now. Okay. Yeah. This is just another, this is no different than the hairdresser. Yeah. You don't agree with, I mean, meaning it's another relationship in your life that is necessary for a reason, but is not a deep, deep purpose. We have no proof that the hairdresser would have disregarded his. Oh, I completely. There's no, I just mean, actually thought that, but there's no, I just mean you would never have the relationship with you're completely right about that. I just mean you would never have the relationship with the hairdresser. If you didn't need a haircut, that's true. You'd never have a relationship with this guy. If you didn't get a dog, but you did get a dog. Yeah. And I'm going to say something else about the dog training. And I hope Brian's going to back me up on this. You're not done training this dog just because this dog made one friend. Okay. Right. For the and dog's sake. You, no, the, the, that, no. That's really for them to make them feel safe and that you're in charge. They don't have to worry. No. You know, that yes. it's important. And the idea that this dog can't go to a puppy class or a, whatever it is. The people are doing, you live in Los Angeles. You don't live in Minnesota. Okay. People are doing go outdoor puppy classes. That's how mom Yes, exactly. Yes. There, are, there are ways to do this on a Saturday morning or whatever it is, Adam O'Byrne just got a dog. He lives in Los Angeles. He's taking that dog to a puppy class every Saturday. Everyone's wearing masks. The dogs play with each other. The owners aren't touching each other, but the dog is learning how to behave. And your dog's not done learning how to behave. It's wonderful that that he made one friend, but he needs to be socialized. That dog wants structure and he wants you to be a leader. Yeah. 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 London, we've reached the end of the show. No worries. That was. A, I feel like we did really well with these. I questions. do too. We I feel like we really nailed today. it. We really so, yeah. nailed them. For this last part of the show, we send one of the people who wrote in a little gift to maybe okay. make their life a little bit nicer. So okay. we just need your help to to choose who it is. So is it the guy with the puppy? Is it the lie Ooh. that never ended to the hairdresser? Or is it the um, the husband saying the husband's humor problem? I'm gonna gift. Personally, I would love to give it to baby girl with a stressed out lesbian mother. 
Let's do it. I, I, I think that's a good idea. I think, I I think, think it's they all a need a release idea. and unclench. Yep. I want them all to unclench. And I think a gift would help them all unclench. What are we going to give them, Rana? Well, I was going to send her the Ask Rana coffee because she's about to have this baby and she's going to need as much coffee as she can to. Sure, that's Lon- a good idea. That's London, did we send you our coffee? We you really didn't. And I wasn't going to say anything. Coffee. I wasn't going to say anything. I didn't, I didn't get the coffee, but it's because I don't Well, I'm going to guess that oh. it was offered. I'm going to guess that it was I, offered to you and that you're going to have to talk to your people about what No, she said she doesn't drink, drink really, coffee. I don't so drink coffee. Oh, you don't drink coffee. Oh, okay. The offer. I got it off the gotcha. table. Do, oh, okay. do you drink well, iced coffee? No, I don't drink any coffee. Just double check. No I've caffeine. still got like my, my 18 year old taste buds where like coffee tastes ill. I know, you know, <laughs> I didn't start drinking it till like four years ago. Yeah, I haven't um, matured. My tongue hasn't matured enough yeah. to like it yet. I've yeah. just, but do I've you just drink tea? Obviously, I'm British. Right. I, I love yeah. tea. Well, what do you mean, obviously? I'm drinking PG tips today and you're on it. Yeah! <laughs> Yes, Rana. I love it. I hate when I come to America and they're like, do you want tea? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, hot tea or cold tea? I'm like, what do you mean hot tea or cold tea? There's only one tea. It's tea and it's hot. There's no cold tea. What's your brand of choice? Is PG Tips your brand of choice? Hot tea. Creme de la creme. Babes. Well done. Good to know. I didn't and know do that. you well do done. do you take it milk or milk and, and sugar? Do you do a builder's tea? What's Listen. your situation? Oh my god, you're so cute. Yes, builder's tea, a milky one though. I have eight sugars. They yeah. used to call me Eight Sugars London because I basically like a hot milk. Oh, shake. that's crazy. Yeah, that's just that's just <laughs> sugar water. Good, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's absolutely. I do. Beautiful. I do one sugar, and I do, and I like it light. Yeah, you need to. It yeah. needs to be like a light brown color. Exactly. Almost caramel color with eight sugars. That's what I Ooh, do. Piping hot. Yeah. I'm going to yes. try it. That actually sounds pretty good. Yes. I might have to like run around you the can block see, right after Can I you see it, the but... color of my toy? You can't see it really. I can A little see bit it. we did. I can see it. Hold on. Let's see. Would I drink I, it? Oh. I spilled it all over my... I would drink Rana. it. I Rana. would drink it. It's on my computer. <laughs> Rana. I got to tell you, London, just quickly. Yeah. Rana acts like oh she has oh everything God. so together. Oh, my God. And she acts like... She's not just a, a total. She doesn't have that part of her that is of the gutter, right? And yet, she just showed us her coffee, tipped it over, and spilled it onto her computer. Yep. She's never. And by the way, every piece of furniture in her house is white, white, white. So there's absolutely no way in the world. I mean, this is just. I have to take a picture of this. I have to take a picture. So you I have exposed both? you to the world. I've exposed honored. you to the world. I am honored that you wanted to show me your tea so badly. You forgot that gravity exists. I'm yep. so. I'm I so really. <laughs> I got to tell you, London. Something has happened with Rana. Her standards are just not what they were. No. Well, what's that, happened is, what's happened is, I've been spending too much time with you. There how dare you, Rana? Yes. Don't but turn yes, this on me. Before you spilled the tea, I would drink that tea. That is my kind of tea, Rana. Wait a minute, you can't. The computer seems to still be functioning. All right. Thank God. Thank God. Well, London, I hate to, <laughs> to leave you on such a really atrocious D class A. So we're going to send the new mother the, um, we're going to send the her mug. the coffee. But you know what? We're also going to send her is a few products for the baby. We're going to send her, there's a product line that I love, London, which also comes out of London, uh, which is called Bamford. Are you familiar with Bamford? No, I'm not. Do you know Dalesford? The store deals for the, no. the farm shop. Where no. do you live when you live in London? Chelsea. 
Oh, I love that. And you that. don't know Dalesford? No. Chelsea, look at you. Yeah, Chelsea's <laughs> I mean, great. I went from Chelsea to Studio C. <laughs> what, what part of Chelsea are you in? You don't have so to I'm, tell me specifically. Do you know but... near Battersea Park, right by the bridge? Uh-huh. Yes, of course. So literally, so I'm on the corner of Battersea and Chelsea. Well, my old house was on the corner of Battersea and Chelsea right before the bridge. Great. And then did yeah. you grow up in London or somewhere else? Yes, in, in South London. Yeah, I've been South London my whole life. You're a South London girl. Yeah. Uh, like Kate Moss, like Kate Moss. Yes, yeah, I'm from the South same London. town as Kate Moss. Exactly. From Croydon. She's from, I'm from Croydon. Croydon. Yeah. Wow, yeah. look at go. this. Yeah. So Dalesford is a farm, is one of these farm to table restaurants and shops, which you've probably been to. Okay. Uh, there's one in Notting Hill. Okay. And then there's another one in Malabone on Blandford Street. Okay. Over by the either. over by the uh the firehouse and my favorite Indian restaurant in all of London, of by course. Big Ben. Trish now. Right. Oh, nice. Look at you. Yeah, not, it's not anywhere near Big Ben. The, okay. Sort of near the palace, yeah. You're so cute. You're like in Malabone, near there. Malabone High Street. Yeah. So by the palace, Dalesford, yeah. on that same farm, they do a line called Bamford, B-A-M-F-O-I-D. And they make the most gorgeous organic soaps and hand soap. Probably half of the restaurants and hotels you've been in in London, right. you smell this and you think, what is this gorgeous rose geranium flavor? And I hate geraniums. But, and that is their, it's a rose peppermint geranium soap. Anyway, they do a gorgeous baby line. Okay. And oh, so we're nice going to send you. her, we're going to send her a couple of products so that she can have something beautiful for her baby. So and maybe she'll take a sniff. Products. Yes. And she's yeah, maybe bougie. she'll take a sniff and remember to not take herself so good. Well, I hope he, I hope her yes. husband takes the absolute piss out of how bougie those Please, we're sending him, we're sending yes. him a Mazba. We're sending him Great. a Mazba. Yes. And he can, he can deep fry it and leave it under her pillow. But also, but we're going to send him a whoosh, whoopee cushion and she can sit on it. When she after she has oh, the baby and he'll think that's that. hysterical. Yeah. I hope she they makes... listen. I hope they, she gets her husband and they sit down together and they listen to this podcast and they make sure they should listen. laugh about it all. You know? That's totally yeah, everybody yeah. needs to relax a little, but also he needs to respect them all. Please all watch also. To Catch a Dick on Netflix. Is it London yes. Hughes to Catch a Dick? Yes. And then yes, also yes. the London Hughes is your socials, right? Yes. 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 It is. yes. I mean, you will. Uh, if you haven't fallen in love with her on this episode, then something's very <laughs> wrong. With you. That's all I Could not agree more. Yeah. Oh, thanks, guys. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. Thank you for being with us. It was an absolute Yay. pleasure. I loved meeting you, dear. Continued success. And we can't thanks. wait to keep Please. watching you from afar. Yes. Oh. I love it. Thank you. And uh, invite me back anytime. This was and so in a, much fun. And in a post-vax <laughs> world, maybe we can get closer than this. Yes. Let's yeah. drink tea together in real life. I would I love, love it. That. That'd be fun, actually. We'll go, <laughs> we'll go for tea at the peninsula the next time I'm in town. Yes. I love and we'll, it. And we'll send everything back that we don't like, London. That's what we're doing. <laughs> I like a very traditional tea. I like a very traditional smoked salmon sandwich, cucumber Ooh, sandwich. Same. Tuna, yes. sa- tuna sandwich. I don't get on yeah. so well. You and my mom are like, Mwah. you would be perfect together. But I yeah. will I say it's it. much easier to do Lipton and Lunchables. <laughs> oh, that, well, it's a similar experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, dear. Kiss, kiss. And I hope you make it back you. soon to see your family. No worries. I'm trying to. Love you guys. Thank you for having me. Wait a minute. Was she fun? I love London and London Hughes. Yeah. <laughs> that cute? That's where we're, I can't wait till we do our first live show in London. We're going to have, I, can't, I mean, I, I just love, can't wait. I can't wait a minute. 
I love getting on the boards there, Rana. I just love it. I know you do. You love treading the boards everywhere you go. You you're on the you find some boards and you just test tread, them out. tread, tread. Yeah. Okay, here we go. This is our cliffhanger, Rana. Yes. All right, dear. I'm listening. Hi, Ron and Brian. First and foremost, this podcast is the gem of all gems. I stumbled upon it a few months ago and have been binge listening ever since. I can confidently say that it's been my saving grace during the pandemic. Therapy is up there too. I've been struggling for something for the last <laughs> That's seven a lot months. of responsibility. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I'm in need of a second opinion. My best okay. friend and I haven't been as close as normal since September. And I understand that COVID has prevented a lot of people from seeing each other. Yeah. But between March and September 2020, we were in each other's bubble, hanging out when we could, FaceTiming regularly, okay. sharing every piece of our lives with each other, as we have for the last 10 plus years. Sadly, hmm. something happened in September that threw a wrench in things. Hmm. Quick background. Sure it is. While we are both gay and love each other very much, our friendship has never been anything more than that. Okay. Sure, occasionally we've kissed on a drunken night out or he's gotten flirty with me after too many drinks, but it's always been playful and nothing serious. So he, never anything more, but just kissing. Just kissing. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he, but never anything more. Never anything more. Nothing weird yeah. between no, friends. No, you know, nothing more. I mean, my, that's right. me and my girlfriends all the time. Yeah. Our friendship has never been anything more than that. We occasionally <laughs> kissed. Okay. Yeah. He started seeing a guy last year, and it's been going well. I'm happy he's found someone. And through most of 2020, our friendship wasn't interrupted despite his new relationship. Meaning we still hung out, hung out regularly, had drinks, movie nights, et cetera, et cetera. However, back in September... After a drunken night together, he made a move on me, and I reciprocated. The result was a drunken hookup. The next morning, mm. after waking up to a massive hangover, okay, I reminded him what happened, and he broke down. He felt well, terrible. Reminded, reminded I mean, you, him? They woke up in the same house, didn't That's they? That's what I mean. Yeah. He felt terrible for what he did to his boyfriend, and I also felt bad for letting it happen. I'm single with no ties to anyone else, FYI. After hours of conversation that morning. I told him that his boyfriend doesn't need to know and we could pretend it never happened. I love him, but we are not in love with each other. It was a silly, sloppy night between two friends. There are no feelings there. Let's write it mm. off. He agreed. We hugged it out and we left it at that. Flash forward seven months. I haven't mm. seen him at all. He moved out of his apartment without telling me. We hardly ever FaceTime or text. And when we do, it's very generic. How are you? Good. How was your weekend? Good. Our friendship completely lacks any substance. It is not what it used to be. I've mentioned this to him a few times, and he gives me the same story. He's closing his bubble because of COVID. He's trying to be safe. He's busy with work. Nothing is wrong. We are still best friends, but I just don't buy it. Him and I, he and I, I'll say, have been through thick and thin mm. together. I adore him and need him in my life. I have a feeling he might think he can't trust himself around me anymore. Perhaps I'm now a constant reminder of his betrayal to his boyfriend. Am I overthinking this? Will I get my best friend back once the pandemic is over? Did one sloppy drunken night ruin a 10-plus-year-long best friendship? Does he hate me? Last thing, I actually ran into his boyfriend a few weeks ago. He was super nice and came right up to me to say hi. So I don't think he ever told his boyfriend or else that run-in might have gone differently. Appreciate your thoughts. Please keep my name anonymous. Kiss, kiss. All right. Patreon.com okay. slash askrana. That's our kind of cliffhanger. We're going to give it to him good. Yep. So we will see you in the Patreon carriage house for the cliffhanger. We will see you in the carriage house, carriage house, live from Marblewood on April 18th. Ask uh, Rana, Rana, that's Rana so live. cute. 
<laughs> Marblewood it is. Marblewood, Massachusetts. Did you know that Newton, Massachusetts was the original Hollywood? Did you know that? No, because of Isaac Newton? No, they shot uh, they shot a couple of silent films or something like that in Newton, oh. Massachusetts, but every, before everybody went wagons west. I read that somewhere sometime. I'd have to, I'd have to double check that that's actually accurate. Interesting. Uh, and... Uh, so the show is April 18th, Sunday night, and askronalive.com for all of your tickets. And we can't wait. And then, of course, join us on Patreon for the Oscar wrap-up, which will be after the Oscars. Yes. Monday morning, we'll record the show, and we will post it during the day on Monday. And that is exclusive for our Patreon. So if you've been thinking about joining, this is the time. That's yep. what I'll we'll, say. We'll talk all about how Sarah Je- Jessica Parker was robbed again. And Susan Lucci, too. And Susan Lucci, too. Yep. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> All right, dear. This right. was a blast. I absolutely- so Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.